Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. And the number is 800-922-6680. If you'd like to uh, get in on the conversation, there is uh, much to get to. Uh, A couple of things here. Sam Bankman-Fried has been arrested in the Bahamas after American prosecutors filed criminal charges against the founder of FTX. Now, uh, it's interesting because this guy, I'll tell you, he's not an idiot. Uh, I hope that when he is in prison for a good part of his adult life, if not all of it, that we can uh, glean some uh, information from him. Because anybody who can parlay nothing, I mean nothing like this, I mean to scam like, what, $30 billion and uh, and then live in a $40 million penthouse, which takes up an entire floor of an oceanfront apartment in the Bahamas, 7,500 square feet, five bedrooms, seven baths, the whole deal, uh, used about a billion dollars of customer funds to pay off debts for his trading arm alameda research you got all of that stuff basically it was a giant pyramid scam which means that it's built on nothing and the people who initially get in on the investment get <clears throat> some return on their investments and then the people when the when the company collapses there was no money there it just existed in the ether and everybody loses their butts that's what's happened and I just want to say to those people who, for instance, there was one of the guys on Shark Tank. I don't watch the show very often, or if ever. And he said he lost $15 million investing in uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. And I'm not much of an investor. I don't have a whole lot of money in, uh, you know, in, uh, in the markets or anything. I've got a 401k, I guess, which would probably last about a year. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess when I saw originally cryptocurrency came around uh, and I was like, uh, everybody was really hot and bothered with cryptocurrency. And I'm like, well, really? I mean, what's it based on? What, what, uh, what, is there a giant, uh, I don't know, uh, amount of gold being hit like a Fort Knox in uh, Sam Bankman Fried's basement or something that would cover the uh, the value of uh, anything, but no, no, it's based on nothing. So uh, first of all, a couple of things you need to know as a as an investor. A, these are red flags, or just red flags here, real quick. And again, I don't know much of you know about them, but but uh, uh, cryptocurrency number one, all right, and number two is headquartered in the Bahamas. Just you know something you might want to think about next time you invest. You, you probably want to invest in a company that uh, people don't go to hide their crimes in when they want to escape authorities. Just something you might want to offshore account, offshore company. Like, it's kind of just, yeah, probably want to stay away from it. I'm just going to say. You probably want to stay away from it. But, uh, you know, a lot of people got uh, got taken to the cleaners. And that is uh, that is sad. That is sad. So, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre is uh, defending Anthony Fauci uh, against attacks. And uh, he says that uh, the comments that uh, Elon Musk were uh, devoid of reality. Elon Musk tweeted out that his, uh, his um, uh, pronouns were prosecuted Fauci on Sunday. Now, he didn't just do that for bleeps and giggles. He did that because he got some information about what was being censored on Twitter with regard to COVID. That's what I believe. That'll be the next ball to drop. He doesn't do any of this stuff non-deliberately. All right. Uh, he, he everything he says, he says with a purpose or maybe even foreshadowing things that are coming. And uh, this has a lot of people kind of uh, butthurt about it because they've been able to run roughshod over the American public and lie about everything. And now the truth is coming out and they're fighting back and saying, well, you know, those words are violence and you're causing violence and all that stuff.
So uh, a lot of people are, are behind uh, Fauci. Uh, they are saying that uh, uh, he, he, uh, he, he saved uh, thousands of lives, but he probably cost millions or at least a lot of kids' lives and a lot of businesses going out of business. Rand Paul said that... Uh, that uh, uh, he knew that the uh, Chinese lab leak was real. And, uh, you know, of course, we, for some odd reason, have not been able to question any of the protocol coming from the government with regard to, uh, to COVID. And, and isn't that weird? And isn't that strange? And I've mentioned this, guys. I mean, and this is just a, another common sense thing. Why all of a sudden in the last couple of years have you not been able to have an opinion on some things? Right? What, what, the, <clears throat> when, when did an opinion become what the government calls disinformation? And then the marching orders sent out to social media and the mainstream media to shut down the thought. When was the last time you in your life ever had that happened? And the answer would be never, never. That's why the government created the disinformation bureau in the DHS. They had information and they had people embedded in Twitter and Facebook. One being a former head counsel for the FBI who helped create the Russia collusion hoax and then went to Twitter before the election to cover up Hunter Biden's laptop, right? This, this isn't uh, conspiracy theory stuff. This is real. This is 100% provable. It's already out there. It's already out there. And I've been screaming this from the rooftops for a couple of years now. And now what are we doing? We're finding out it's all true. Here is Corinne Jean-Pierre defending Anthony Fauci, who, uh, I mean, literally shut down the country, shut down schools, uh, covered up the origins of COVID, has never told the truth about anything, was wrong about most things. And, uh, and she is uh, really bothered that people are a little upset about it. So, look, we've been very clear about this. Uh, these no, whenever you say that, it means you haven't. You've never been clear about anything. Honestly, attacks, these personal attacks uh, that we have been seeing are dangerous uh, uh, on Dr. Fauci and other public health professionals. They're not attacks, it's just the truth. As well, uh, are, they are disgusting and they are divorced from, uh, from reality. Oh, and, no, no, they're not. They're based in reality. And uh, we will continue to call, just not in yours. call that out and be very clear uh, about that. Again, these are incredibly dangerous, these personal... Ah, there we go. I think the United Nations the other day said that words are weapons. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. They said that words could be weapons. They've been saying that American campuses for years. And the reason they did is because they want to weaponize conservative speech, meaning saying that if you speak as a conservative about anything, it's dangerous. This is a plan. It's been going on forever. Attacks that we are seeing. Uh, Dr. Fauci has served under seven Republican and Democratic presidents. We cannot forget that. Uh, he has given... Yeah, he also screwed up the whole uh, uh, HIV treatment thing. He has given uh, his... He was in charge when HIV came around. There's still no cure. Almost entire career to civil, to civil service. No, no, no. He just had a job with the government. It's not civil service. He, he just got a really, really well-paying job with the government. All right, just because you work for the government doesn't mean you're a servant. 
you got a job with probably better benefits, a higher salary, and a better retirement package than 90% of the American population. So it's not about serving. It's about a job. A public ser- as a public And Fauci screwed it up. Servant, uh, his work on infectious disease from HIV AIDS to COVID has saved... Why hasn't it been cured? ...countless lives. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that he has, uh, you know, we, we are fortunate, I should say, that he has devoted his career uh, and his life uh, and his exceptional talent to the America's uh, public health. To America- yeah, I'm sure. Whatever. And he got really, really rich while COVID was happening. He did. He really got rich. Here's Rand Paul talking about Anthony Fauci. Well, there's no secret who was involved with the lockdowns. And I think the lockdowns have had an impact. In June of 2020, three months into this, I said we got to go back to school, that it was a mistake to take kids out of school because they weren't becoming ill with COVID and they weren't dying from COVID. Sweden took this advice, kept their schools open, and not one child died that was going to school. They actually didn't wear masks in school, and still not one child died. This is hate speech. This right here, this... Uh... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's just the facts. In schools, the teachers didn't get any sicker than any other profession. So the lockdowns was a big part of this. But also you have to imagine that the and and who's responsible, Dr. Fauci. Yeah. And by the way, the government's response to covid was guided by Tony Fauci and many of the decisions I would venture to say were political, absolutely political. For instance, Nancy Pelosi not uh, giving approval to the first round of stimulus for uh, businesses shut down and people who needed the money because government shut down businesses wholesale without any reason or thought. And, uh, and, and she waited until after the election to give approval to it. So there you go. There is, there is that, right? There is uh, that. And then uh, here's Anthony Fauci in 2013 actually admitting admitting that uh, his agency was funding gain-of-function research, which he has denied since COVID. NIAID, NIH, certainly CDC, only funds and conducts gain-of-function research on H5N1 highly pathogenic avian influenza viruses for researchers who are highly trained skilled, experienced, and adequately regulated. There you go. There you go. I used to live by the NIH. That's not his uh, agency per se, but is under the auspices. And I'll tell you what, they've got like 100 acres in Rockville, Maryland. It is a magnificent complex. It's like, I mean, literally yards and yards, uh, uh, acres and acres of just open land and then a couple of little buildings. And they've got outdoor volleyball. They literally do. They've got an outdoor volleyball court where all the uh, employees go out there and play volleyball. That's pretty cool. They got an on, on, on-campus daycare center at the NIH. I used to drive by there, and I was like, man, I wish I didn't have to pay $1,100 a week in Washington, D.C. or whatever the hell it was. It was stupid expensive for daycare in D.C. But at the NIH, man, they got it right there on the campus. They live large and in charge. It's pretty crazy. Oh, speaking of doctors, uh, accounts for vaccine creator Robert Malone and cardiologist Dr. Peter McAuliffe have been reinstated to uh, Twitter. I have this funny uh, article. I think it's from the UK Daily Mail, written from the perspective of somebody who swallowed the Kool-Aid from uh, Anthony Fauci. It's pretty funny. Malone, whose early work focused on mRNA technology, has repeatedly made discredited claims regarding the effectiveness of the COVID uh, coronavirus vaccines. 
No, they, they haven't been. They've been proven true. Uh, he said that Pfizer vaccination for COVID caused more harm than good. Malone was uh, posting several times a day in a similar vein when he was uh, removed from Twitter. Last year, he suggested that Pfizer and Moderna might make COVID-19 infections worse while speaking on Steve Bannon's podcast. He was banned from Twitter. <clears throat> Despite uh, vaccines being repeatedly <clears throat> being shown to help symptomatic infections and reduce severity. Really, that's not what vaccines do. That's already, this is all speculative and and false this article it's kind of funny Uh, Malone uh, provided a screenshot to the publication showing Twitter's message informing uh, him why his account was banned, specifically for, quote, violating our policy on spreading misleading and potentially harmful information related to COVID-19. You may not use Twitter's services to share false or misleading information. He's a, uh, a highly accredited doctor who was removed because he questioned the efficacy of the vaccine, which I think many people are now, and uh, just had an opinion that was the opposite of what was being parroted by the government. That consequently made it misinformation, which means that it was, was not a reflection of the truth the government decided was the truth. That's what that is all about. That is what that is all about. All right, so coming up, uh, the CDC wants you to wear masks again. We've got a little bit uh, update on the Brittany Griner prisoner exchange. And, uh, oh, oh, and then some uh, uh, gender nonsense that I think you're going to uh, um, get a kick out of. Yeah, 800-922-6680 is the number. This is The Rob Carson Show. The SS by Tanix set sail on January 20th, 2021. Now she's taking on water in a big way. It's the Rob Carson Show. Uh, these attacks, these personal attacks uh, that we have been seeing are dangerous uh, uh, on Dr. Fauci and other public health professionals as well. Uh, are, they are disgusting and they are divorced from, uh, from reality. Now, meanwhile, Dr. Robert McAuliffe and others who spoke out against uh, Dr. Fauci's COVID nonsense have been threatened over the years and silenced. I mean, literally threatened by radicals on the left, among others. It, it, it's kind of interesting. When, when it comes to genuine criticism of a, a left-leaning government official, then suddenly words are weapons. But I don't recall Corinne Jean-Pierre saying anything about uh, Brett Kavanaugh being stalked on his street by an attempted assassin because of the, the, uh, the radical, violent rhetoric of the left, including people like Chuck Schumer. I don't hear anything about Steve Scalise being shot by a, 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 a Bernie Sanders supporter on a baseball field. Rand Paul being tackled by a leftist off his riding lawnmower. So please, spare me your, your bloviation and your nonsense. He is going to continue to get criticism, and you're not going to shut us down because his policies did abhorrent things to uh, the American people and particularly children. Like this, I, I just kept this and I, I'd forgotten about this. Uh, you know, babies, for instance. There was a published uh, article in the Archives of Disease and Childhood on October the 11th. It showed that these uh, COVID lockdowns, mask mandates, and related social isolation adversely impacted babies' communication skills, in addition to lockdown babies being uh, uh, less likely to than previous cohorts to utter their first words before their first birthdays. Yeah, 89% of infants pre-pandemic could verbalize one definite and meaningful word, mama, dada, everything, after about 76%. So, uh, yeah, uh, spare me. Don't try to silence me by saying my words are somehow inspiring violence. Facts.
protests don't inspire violence. People saying, go kill somebody, that inspires violence. And nobody is saying that. Nobody is saying that. It's nonsense. And it's another attempt to censor you and uh, and me. Hey, let's talk about uh, Brittany Griner. She's uh, been reunited and her wife and everything. And life is good. And American Marines still rotting in Russia. In a prison over in Russia. That was homophobic. I'm sorry. Is a lady. Free a Marine. That they set free. Why would anybody not leave a Marine yes, behind? Yes, they confined her. Oh, yeah. Brittany Griner. And now they gave her clemency. Anthony Blinken. He's a tool. What was he thinking? He left behind a brave Marine. Yes, Paul Whelan. They're still jailing. But they freed that kneeling queen. And Anthony Miller for an arms dealer. Glad Britney's out. Still, it's a shame. <laughs> Biden's decision leaves Paul in prison. Sleepy Joe gets. And he certainly would not uh, accept responsibility. So this is good news for white guys. I just want to tell you I am a white guy. <clears throat> I am a cisgendered uh, white man. I'm uh, public enemy number one. Just thought I should uh, put that out there. Uh, publicly enemy number one for being born. So uh, anyway, um, uh, and this is good news for white guys because uh, now we are no longer a high-value target for criminal kidnappers in foreign countries. There you go. There you go. Literally, the while Joe Biden is in office, there will be a checkbox of things that you will be able to uh, in a in a potential um, uh, hostage that will guarantee some sort of trade for a high value target in, in the American uh, prison system or in government. Uh, in government custody. I mean, you could be anybody. You could be Joseph Mingala, and, and we'll we'll trade. You know, they, we trade them for you know whoever. But if you're a white guy, cisgendered white guy, they won't even bother kidnapping you. That's good news. That is great news. Unless you're a, a black lesbian transgendered amputee from, I don't know, Istanbul. You're cool. You are, to and Eve, I would venture to say even just white women, just white cisgendered women, not very high-value targets. And it's kind of, isn't it funny that we, uh, we, we traded the merchant of death uh, for the same reasons we chose, uh, or some people chose, Corinne Jean-Pierre to be press secretary? <laughs> it's, it's just kind of funny. It just, it, you know, it, it's... At some point, you just kind of kind of laugh at the nonsense. So I've got an update on Brittany Griner and her reuniting, and then we're going to talk about, uh, oh, what else? Oh, 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 transgender nonsense and uh, what's happening in uh, Loudoun County, uh, VA. Good news coming out of there. The number 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show.
will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. He got 81 million votes. Yeah, right. It's the Rob Carson Show. Don't worry. Oh, it is so Christmas. I hope you're in the uh, the holiday spirit. I uh, was out tooling around, and um, it's kind of funny in where I live in the uh, in the Midwest. I live in the Kansas City area, <clears throat> and uh, and uh, you'll see things just pop up just in time for the uh, the holiday season. You know, and it happens all over the country. Like when I was in New York <clears throat> last week broadcasting, I'd never seen uh, chestnuts. They literally sell roasted chestnuts at the food carts. On the uh, on the street in New York, and it's not like they used to in old timey days and uh, Ebenezer Scrooge days, where they just had a cart that served chestnuts. It's like, uh, oh, you know, we've got some uh, kebabs, and then uh, some, uh, you know, whatever tabbouleh over here, and then there's a basket of chestnuts on the end of. The- <laughs> I should have gotten one. I've never had a chestnut before. It just didn't look that good. It just it was a big nut, and it was split, and it was like, yeah, you know, I'll just have a hot dog. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, when I was in the uh, in Maryland, where I lived for a dozen years around this time of year, people get out to what they call clementine uh, oranges. And when I was growing up, or you were growing up, maybe, they were called mandarin oranges, right? It's probably politically incorrect. It's probably racist or something against the mandarin Chinese. <clears throat> anyway, they used to call them mandarin oranges. And, uh, and now they call them clementines, and then sometimes they call them cuties. They call them cuties, and, and around for some odd reason, even though they're available year-round at Christmas, you buy a box of clementine oranges, and that's the ultimate gift. And in the Midwest, they just do it with plain old sun-kissed navel oranges. And I don't know where that comes from, but they're selling these boxes, just a box of oranges, but it comes in a box that's got a, you know, a little holly leaf on it, which makes it Christmas, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, i got to have oranges. What are these oranges? Oh, my God, let me, how do you do this? You, what, you peel the orange, and then what, and oh, look, and it comes in a little section. You take it apart, and then you put, pop one in your mouth, and you share them with your friends. And I hear uh, they get rid of scurvy. I could be wrong, but that's the rumor going around that they actually prevent scurvy. And then I was talking to my wife. I'm like, why in the sudden are oranges a gift? Because I could get oranges last week and the week before, and hell, I could even buy oranges in July. And she goes, well, I don't know, but I remember when I was a kid, they had uh, on uh, Little House on the Prairie on TV. They, remember the episode when they got oranges? And I said, uh, no. But I do remember the episode of Gilligan's Island where they tried to grow citrus because they were all getting scurvy. And uh, it turns out that uh, it takes years for trees to grow and bear fruit. And there was already some citrus trees on the island. I know that. So I guess in old timey days, getting oranges was a big deal. And that has continued until this day. So we give oranges. And then also we've got another thing in our, our living room. Normally we don't keep a, a big bowl of assorted raw nuts. But around Christmas, all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, my God, a Brazil nut. What is this? Ooh, how do you? And those things are a pain to crack, by the way. But, you know, you got almonds and you got Brazil nuts and you got walnuts and you got pecans and we got a bowl of nuts. We never put a bowl of nuts in the living room, but we got a bowl of nuts in the living room. And my wife's going to town on those every night. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I sneak about a couple of them and put them on the deck for the squirrels. I think she'd get mad at me if she knew that. 
One other thing we do in the Midwest, uh, probably that's uh, related to old-timey days, like giving oranges, is uh, uh, every year I go out and just uh, get on a train, uh, one of those old steam locomotives, and drive across the prairie and shoot buffalo and just leave them there to rot. Uh, they, we still do that. You know, just kind of <clears throat> something that we do. One of those. No, we don't. I'm just kidding. That happened a long time ago. Kind of freaked you out there for a second. Oh, the CDC is urging that you uh, you mask up because of the triple demic. There's a triple demic out there. Uh, they say that the flu respiratory syncytial RSV, yeah, virus and COVID, all those things combine to uh, mean instant death for everybody. And so they're saying that we encourage you to wear a high-quality, well-fitting mask to prevent the spread of respiratory diseases, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm not going to wear a mask. No, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Nope, nope, nope. I went to New York, by the way, last week, and I came back last year with COVID. This year, it's been about a week since I got back. Still got the sense of taste and smell. Okay. Maybe having COVID provided me with a certain degree of immunity. Wouldn't that be weird? Wouldn't that be crazy? I don't know. Brittany Griner's wife, Sherelle, opens up. On the pair, they're starting their journey to heal. Oh, God, who wrote that for them? They uh, tied the knot in 2019 after uh, Brittany proposed to Sherelle a year before. And uh, here is Sherelle. Yesterday, my heart was made whole thanks to the collective efforts of many. I'm humbled by their hearts. Okay? Uh, to care for one another, a stranger to come, a friend to some, is humanity in its purest form. I agree. I agree. And uh, she also said, as BG and I start our journey to heal our minds, bodies, and spirits, I wanted to personally thank you for some of the hands, seen and unseen, that helped make it possible for me to see my wife again. Yeah, that's nice. <clears throat> Meanwhile, the uh, merchant of death, who we exchanged Brittany Griner for, had an interview on uh, Russia Today. This is right between their segment on delightful borscht recipes, I guess. But here is, this is him, actually, he speaks English. This is the Merchant of Death being interviewed on Russia Today by Maria Butina on, uh, on Russia Today. Do you hate America? No. You know, in fact, I'm knowing many inmates, I figure out we're sharing way more common. Maybe America is very much similar. Look, it's the same size. They have a... He's comparing Russia to America. It's the same kind of this. And when you talk to them, there is nothing there even to beef about. We are naturally, you know, born not to be enemies. And whenever there's conflict, it's elites. You know, every, you know, American I met in a prison who is from rural area was very easy to deal with. Every rural American in Russian prison was very easy to deal with. She has no problem with Russia. And he was curious about Russia, despite all propaganda. They're losing their Christian values. He says that America's losing their Christian values. This is the merchant of death. They're losing their families. They're losing literally their countries. Because uh, a lot of people were murdered by the weapons that you traded. It's not anymore the same country. We knew America, who used to be a model for entire world, and lead, and be an example. You know, like they say, a shiny town on the, you know, sparkling town on a hill. And this is, of course, pity. It was a strong country who was really a, you know, 
industrial might. You know, the- there you go. So he uh, he gets freed by Joe Biden, <clears throat> and summarily talks about how <clears throat> Joe Biden has uh, wrecked the country. That's <laughs> kind of interesting. By the way. <clears throat> He said that he wholeheartedly supports Vladimir Putin's invasion of the Ukraine and wishes he could join in the fighting. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? That uh, Vladimir Putin would want a, a man who literally stole $35 billion worth of military hardware from Ukraine and sold it. And Russia's kind of uh, getting uh, beaten or at least not having an easy go of it in Ukraine, and uh, they let this guy out in exchange for Brittany. Gr- it's kind of it's kind of weird how that happens, right? It's just a little bit uh, weird. Dismayed uh, United States law enforcement agents told Politico on Monday that Boat might also return to the arms trade, reviving a career that included big ticket sales to customers who were very interested in killing American soldiers and civilians. Definitely worth it for the pot smoking. WNBA player. I mean, in fact, if anything, we made, maybe gave a little too much. Maybe we gave him just a little too much because, you know. Anyway, some of these sources worried about Boot could be more dangerous than ever with his business network boistered or bolstered by contacts he made in prison. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this, but Joe Biden also released thousands of Taliban prisoners in Afghanistan when we withdrew unceremoniously and left Americans there to die in our allies. It's, it's kind of like it was almost a... Policy. And he was, as, uh, this is a quote here. This is from a former DEA supervisor, Derek Maltz. The merchant of death is back in action and more hatred against America and with greater motivation to fuel conflicts and support Russia in its outrageous and disastrous war with Ukraine. But definitely worth the, uh, definitely worth the trade. Definitely worth the trade. Oh, 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 this is important. This is important. So you know that the same people who have been telling you that Ron or that Donald Trump is corrupt, Ron, uh, Donald Trump is this, Donald Trump is that, the, that uh, the Mar-a-Lago raid's the last nail in his coffin, the uh, midterm is the last nail in his coffin, this is the last nail in his coffin, this impeachment is the last nail in his coffin. They're the ones who are saying that Ron DeSantis is, uh, is the future of the party and Ron, uh, Donald Trump is to be left in the past. They want to leave Donald Trump in the past. The same people who've been nailing nails into his coffin have been trying to slam it shut, nail it with Ron DeSantis. Now, the new poll says that uh, Ron DeSantis is beating Trump and Biden. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Florida governor's uh, popularity surges as Republican uh, support for Donald Trump in 2024 collapses. It collapses. Yeah. Uh, It's a poll by USA Today and Suffolk University, by the way. They're the same people. They're another uh, group that uh, try to, you know, hammer uh, nails into his casket. Shows that the majority of GOP voters want Trump to pass the uh, torch to the 44-year-old Republican governor despite having declared his own White House campaign last month. That's what they are saying. Now, a couple of things. Some of this may be true. Uh, Problem is, what will happen next is that they will eviscerate Ron DeSantis. So if you think that the uh, the people who do this USA to Suffolk uh, University are doing this out of the goodness of their own heart and really uh, just just uh, quantifying a, a shift in the American population away from Donald Trump to Ron DeSantis, uh, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Uh, this is a, a further attempt to marginalize Donald Trump. And, I, and I've said this before, and, and the reason why I support Donald Trump now is because uh, he's the only candidate, 
and uh, thought he was a great president. <clears throat> there you go. Thought he was a great president. Uh, thought he really got screwed out of his second term. Thought he had a lot more to do. Uh, did what he said he was going to do when he d- went to Washington, D.C. Uh, did some things that former Republicans or Republicans who are still Republicans did nothing about. Uh, they, they did a lot of virtue signal, a lot of posing, a lot of preening, a lot of this, a lot of that. They said that, oh, yeah, one day we're going to we're going to make Jerusalem the capital of Israel. Yeah, we're going to do it, including uh, George Bush, uh, ultimate poser. Uh, yeah, we're going to. Never did. Nobody. Bill Clinton said he was going to do it. Barack Obama said he was going to do it. Everybody said they were going to do it. Donald Trump went there and said, okay, but it's done. That was hard. Oh, my God. I don't know how they weren't able to do it before. Oh, yeah, they didn't care. They just said they were going to do it, and they're posers. And another thing that he did, he also said at the beginning of his, uh, his presidency that he was going to appoint justices to the Supreme Court who would vote against Roe v. Wade. And guess what? He did. And guess what? Donald Trump's legacy will live as long as those justices live. That's it. Appointed for life. We now have a conservative majority. That's why the left has done everything they can to do things like pack the court. Because they know that Donald Trump blew it up. Blew up their narrative and did things that he said he was going to do. Unlike almost every Republican I can remember since Ronald Reagan. That's it. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Proud to serve as the iceberg to the SS Titanic every day. It's The Rob Carson Show. A lot of people want to talk about uh, Brittany Griner and the exchange for the uh, Merchant of Death. <laughs> wow. I know, I know, whatever. Uh, let's go to Claude in uh, Arbutus, Maryland. Hello there, Claude. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Well, Rob, I mean, this is, but Brittany Griner is no more a woman than I am. I don't know why people think that's a woman, but anyway, the LGBTQ, whatever you want to call it, alphabet twins and brothers, whatever. I'm sick of these people. I mean, if, if I was the president of the United States, I would have said, listen, all three go or nobody goes. It's that simple. Yeah. I would, I would not have gave in to their demands. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, you know, listen, I, you know, whatever. I don't care if you, you think she's, well, I'll just tell you just real quick. She's not a guy uh, just because Russian prisons don't do that nonsense. They don't put somebody with a, with a, you know, man parts into a female prison. That's not the way it is. So, you know, I, I whatever. That's fine. Uh, Michelle Obama still don't know. It's just, it's a joke. It's just a joke. Just a joke. Uh, but, you know, no, honestly, all the United States government really has to do is do what Donald Trump said and said, hey, you know what? Um, let her out. Uh, honestly, we're going to shut you down. We're going to wreck your economy and uh, let them out. That's what you do. It's kind of like what's happening in Mexico. Do you realize that Mexico is literally bussing illegals to our border by the thousands, a thousand across the border? If Donald Trump were the president or if I were the president, I'd say to the Mexican government, all trade, all tourism to Mexico starts Friday. You have until then to seal the border. That's what I would do. Yeah, well, and, you're right. I mean, Rob, but I mean, I don't know if the weather's out your way, but it's going to be bad in certain areas. Um, but, um, you know, these people need to get on board here. I mean, these Congress people and <laughs> lock up the border because it's Baltimore is like where is Mexico right now mm-hmm. in yeah. certain spots. I mean, you got the panhandlers, you got this, you got that, you got this, you know. And, and I went out and fed these people with well, an ambulance, went around the city. I was on WBAL. If you get a chance, look at the article, my name, and I 
bought my own ambulance to feed these people, and they don't appreciate it. The government don't want to help them. I don't know what's going on in this country, man, but it ain't the America that I knew. Well, some some people are actively trying to destroy it, and that's what the the southern border is all about. It used to be about, uh, you know, upsetting the balance of power by providing illegals with, uh, you know, government benefits and giving them voting uh, IDs so they could vote. That's what it was all about. This is really about a wholesale destruction of the country. This is about cloud and piven. This is about overwhelming the system, and uh, and that's what uh, that that's what uh, fundamentally changing America is all about. Claude, I appreciate the phone call. Let's go to one of my favorite callers, old Chris in uh, Fort Worth. Hello there, Chris. Welcome to the show. What's up? Today? Today. I'm a man, Rob. This is Chris from Fort Worth. I'm telling you, the weather's kind of cloudy and rainy, and a still cold breeze from Maricopa County. But hey, yes. let's talk about Brittany. Yes. Brittany, Brittany. I'm glad she's back. And I, I give it, give her credit. She does have basketball talent, but she's a stupid pothead. I mean, yeah. for real. And mm-hmm. we get, we trade this, this international arms dealer. I got something about that. My dad used to be international arms dealer. But he was a good guy. Yeah. Um, but they traded her, him for her for him, and they left two guys that never broke a law in Russia: a teacher and a marine. Now that marine was dishonorably discharged, but they deserved to come back where she did. Yeah. They should have said all three or more. Well, you know, can I just can I offer a little bit of? Uh... Just uh, positive with regard to the trading of Brittany Griner for the Merchant of Death. Would you mind if I shared the positive of this? Yes, she's home. Uh, it's the first time that anyone has cared about a WNBA draft uh, trade. It's the first time. So if anybody has cared about a WNBA trade, nobody would have ever. <laughs> I got one more point, too. What? Go ahead. Well, this is more about the boat. Uh, see, everybody worries about Democrats stealing our, or communists are stealing our Bill of Rights. No, they've already successful, successfully stole our boat. And they didn't do it in red, deep red states like Florida and California. They focused, focused on small population states like Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado. They focused there. They steal everybody's right to vote there. So they keep power and they keep control of the Senate. They tried to keep control of the House. And yeah, and, and I've got some. I've got some uh, audio next hour. Carrie Lake is fighting this in uh, in Arizona, and I said this the other day. If this as transparently fraudulent as the uh, Arizona Maricopa County uh, uh, Charlie Foxtrot was, uh, if this is allowed to stand, then it's over. Then Democrats can get away with anything, and I'll get to all of that uh, coming up very shortly. Thanks for the phone call, there, Chris. Have a glorious one. And if I don't talk to you, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Let's take a break. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is uh, hour number three, and this hour we have special guest John Schneider, uh, Smallville, Dukes of Hazard, among other things. Um, we'll talk to him about uh, yeah everything that's going on in the country, some of the nonsense that's going on in the country. He's always a good guest, and uh, just want to mention uh, Eric Bowling on Newsmax. He's exposing Trump's uh, Twitter's war on uh, President Trump. You ought to watch his show, by the way. <clears throat> and uh, right now, you can uh, you can do our poll that's going on right now. You want to vote for uh, Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis? 
Uh, just go ahead. It's unlike the uh, the USA Today poll, which was, uh, you know, biased against Trump, you know, because that's how they are. Just uh, text the word EVENT to 39747. That's EVENT to 39747 and let your voice be heard. Also, if you haven't uh, purchased a Christmas gift for the foodie in your life, you might want to consider heirloom soup beans, heirloomsoupbeans.com. Over the last weekend, I, I shared yesterday that I, I made uh, uh, this tortilla soup, right? And, and I'm not a big soup guy. Soup is like water with some chicken broth in it. Yeah, it's soup. Yeah, soup. And so I wanted to make it a hearty, uh, uh, you know, tortilla soup. And so I, I smoked the chicken before I pulled it and threw it in the soup. And then I just grabbed some of these. I think there were these, uh, they're called Aztec cave beans. One of the many they designer beans they have in this, and uh, and they got some other stuff. You know, they've got uh, cannelloni beans. That's what I use for ham hocks and beans. But if you uh, if you have somebody in your life, you want to send something that's pretty cool, uh, a, an assembly of these glorious lentils, beans, and. Uh, uh, legacy beans and lentils. Just go to heirloomsoupbeans.com, heirloomsoupbeans.com. I think you'll like it. And, and then also, I want to mention this because somebody asked me. I said I made the best cornbread in the history of mankind, and I did. It was the best I've ever had. And what I do is I used to mix a little yellow cake mix, fully make the cake mix over here, fully make your corn muffin mix over here, mix them together and bake them. But I changed it up. I did lemon cake mix and particularly i did lemon pound cake with the cornbread mix and it's like i mean you know it was like a religious experience spectacular uh virginia tech uh, women's soccer player can sue the school for benching her after she refused to kneel for the uh the uh, black lives matter this is uh, this is this is what essentially <clears throat> we have been fighting against on social media as conservatives. Uh, Thomas Cullen, federal judge, ruled that Kristen Henning may remove, may move forward with her First Amendment suit against coach Charles Chugger Adair. Adair verbally attacked her when she refused to take a knee during the reading of a unity statement. All right, this is such nonsense. He then uh, allegedly drastic, drastically reduced the amount of time she played each game until she decided to quit the team. <laughs> that is just fantastic. You ever had an employer do that to you? They just life, make life so miserable that you end up quitting. I remember when I had that uh, the office and I had the red swing line stapler. And I really didn't have a job. And I, I guess I'd been fired sometime before that. And ultimately, my boss moved me down to the basement. So I just ended up burning the building down. <clears throat> Actually, I was just talking about the movie office space. But anyway, Adair had tried to get the lawsuit dismissed, saying he did not penalize other students for refusing to kneel during the Black Lives Matter protest. But that wasn't the case. Henning, who was once a powerful midfielder and defended for the Hokies of, uh, of uh, uh, Virginia, had alleged in her lawsuit that Adair, the coach, verbally attacked her when she refused to take a knee during the reading of the unity statement before drastically reducing the amount of time she uh, played each game. Now, if you try to take a knee to pray before the game, then, uh, then you know, you as a coach would get fired. But if you try this sort of nonsense, pledging, pledging allegiance to a Marxist organization and a faux movement, then you can get booted. Her treatment on the uh, field ultimately became so bad, she argued she felt compelled to quit the team. Henning explained in her federal lawsuit last year that her status on the team began to suffer her junior year in college in September 2020. At least she wasn't replaced by a dude. I mean, it could have been that. 
Anyway, uh, the coast, uh, the Atlantic Coast Conference Unity Statement is what they were reading in response to the death of George Floyd. It was read over a loudspeaker at the school's home opener against the University of Virginia, and she said, "I'm not going to stay. I'm not going to kneel for it." And she said, "All starters, including Henning, were standing on the line at the time, while other starters knelt during the Unity Statement to uh, mirror." Uh, Colin Kaepernick's protest and support uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, Henning remained standing. She claims Adair responded with open hostility at halftime, targeting her instead of other players who remained standing because she is uh, not a she was not a scholarship athlete. Adair berated Henning for her stance. He singled her out, verbally attacked her, denounced her for beeping and moaning for being selfish. Coach Adair's tirade was so extreme, so personally directed at Henning and so disconnected from the game that her teammates approached her afterwards to comfort her and express shock. Uh, Henning has said in her court documents she supports social justice and believes Black Lives Matter. She does not support the Black Lives Matter organization, citing its tactics and core tenets and mission statement of defunding the police. The opposition to the movement that previously surfaced in a series of private social media exchanges with teammates. And by the way, you couldn't uh, criticize Black Lives Matter on social media without being flagged. I speak from experience. Someone took a screenshot of some of those private messages between girls and the team, shared them with the coaching staff. Some of Henning's teammates also saw the messages, became outraged. Coach Adair's campaign of abuse and retaliation made conditions for Henning so intolerable she felt compelled to resign. This is what the, this is a child abuse, even though she is an adult, but she is in college. Henning did not want to leave. As a result of the coach's actions, Henning could no longer play the game she loves, despite having two more years of NCAA eligibility. This court should vindicate her constitutional rights and award her legal and equitable relief. I hope that she sues the pants off this buffoon and this university. Yeah. By the way, um, she used to get 88 games per game as a sophomore. Then she refused to kneel. She played only 29 minutes. And in the third game of the season, she only played for five. Remember this name. Remember this this tool, this uh, Coach Charles Chugger Adair. Remember him, will you? Will you do that? I'd appreciate that. Hmm. Oh, uh, former county, uh, uh, Loudoun County Superintendent Scott Ziegler has been indicted on charges related to his handling of sexual abuse cases within the school district. This happened a while back. You may remember in 2021, a male transgender student wore a skirt when he raped a 15-year-old girl in the girls' bathroom at Stonebridge High School. The school district's policy allows male students to use the bathroom of girls. According to the reports, the same transgender student committed a second sexual assault at another Loudoun County school after he was transferred out. Not only did school officials cover up the incident to prevent controversy over the transgender policy, they also arrested and prosecuted the girl's father after he tried to sound the alarm at a school board meeting. Yeah. So this guy has been charged with one count of misdemeanor false publication, one count of misdemeanor prohibited conduct, one count of misdemeanor penalizing an employee for court appearance, and uh, one count of felony perjury. I'm not sure about that. Anyway, there you go. Uh, this guy's a creep. This is, uh, this is the kind of nonsense that's happening in schools around the country where uh, transgendered people are moved to the head of the class, allowed to walk on water, and, uh, and other kids uh, made to suffer. And, uh, by the way, a federal uh, appeals court has permanently blocked the Biden administration's mandate on doctors and hospitals, forcing them to perform gender transition procedures against their conscience.
Can you believe this? Can, can you believe this? The Biden administration was going to force doctors in good standing to perform unnecessary mutilative surgery against children. That this is allowed to happen in our country? I hope that we wake up someday from this nightmare and we realize how ungodly it is and that people pay for it. I mean, I need you to just back up and I need you to think about this. You've got kids who are driven crazy by mandates and lockdowns, the fear that the world is ending. Um, male students are told that uh, masculinity is, uh, is uh, toxic, and girls are made to look online at people like Kim Kardashian and look at themselves and go, well, my, why isn't my rear end just abnormally out of proportion and my breasts? On, I mean, look at the, look at social media. Look at these fr- the freak shows on social media. Sorry, there's nothing normal about Kim Kardashian's blown up lips, butt, and boobs. It's grotesque. Women don't look like women on social media. They don't. It, it's really. I mean, you thought Barbie was bad. Remember Barbie? Because you know, if she was really Barbie, she'd be six foot nine and weigh 120 pounds. Well, I look at uh, Kim Kardashian. Tell me that's normal. So the Eighth Circuit of Appeals is, uh, is the second circuit to block the mandate that they would actually say that doctors had to perform mutilative surgery, remove the breasts, healthy breast tissue of girls right after puberty, maybe even before, maybe even give them hormones to prevent puberty. What the hell has happened? What has happened? This is why yesterday I told you 40% of Christians in this country think the world is coming to an end. Does it surprise you that 40% of Christians are saying the world is coming to an end when we have a government that is willing to say that doctors have to medically mutilate children? You're not converting the child to the opposite gender. It's not possible. I know, I know. It's tough to hear. It's not possible. You can't change genders. What you can do is you can make cosmetic changes in the individual to make them look like the other gender. But ultimately, they wake up in a few years and realize, dear God, I don't have breasts anymore. I'll never be able to breastfeed a baby. What the hell? This is why so many people think we're in the end of days. Honestly, this in combination with all of the other insane nonsense, I tell you. And and the positive is, that all of this is coming to light because now we can talk about it, <laughs> you know? Oh, oh, oh. And by the way, this is, uh, this is pretty interesting. The National Hockey League openly promoted the Teen Trans Draft Tournament. This year it saw a biologically female player concussed by a biological male. The format led to a massive advantage to one team with one attendee citing an enormous difference in player size. According to the post-millennial, the tournament uh, featuring a team black and team pink game included the Boston-based trans team trans organization, which describes itself as New England's first LGBTQ plus hockey plug uh, uh, club. That sounded weird. 
Uh, video posted uh, shows that player number 90 on Team Pink described as a bisexual trans woman, biological man, shoving number 91 on Team Black, who describes themselves as female to male, biological woman. Uh, the female player takes what appears to be a light bump on the ice and then boards, resulting in a concussion. We live in a, we live in a society where men can pretend to be women and beat the hell out of women in sports. Again, do you wonder why so many people think this is the end of days? All right, let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn. Worse after he's missed a day. Well, things haven't changed. It's The Rob Carson Show. So, uh, didn't want to step on SpongeBob. Don't be a jerk. I love this song, actually. I've got Gen Z uh, kids, and uh, they grew up with SpongeBob. And the Christmas, the SpongeBob uh, live action is really funny. It, it makes fun of the stuff that I grew up with, which was, you know, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. It's got the, it, it's funny. You should look it up. It's season eight of SpongeBob for what it matters to you if you're looking for something to watch. It's kind of funny. Uh, it, it looks like uh, a ticking time mob happening at the border. 1,000 migrants in the largest caravan in history came across the uh, Rio Grande in El Paso yesterday. Group of 1,000 migrants uh, crossed illegally into El Paso. Migrants are from Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua. Comes nine days before the expiration of Title 42. And Mexican police are escorting uh, buses of migrants, full of migrants, illegals, to uh, Juarez, Mexico, to come across the border. We should end all trade. I'm not, I am absolutely serious. All trade with Mexico, all tourism with Mexico, uh, and just say, seal the border. Or we're done. There you go. That would fix it. Then I would also, and I'm, I'm the only person saying this right now, I would get special forces in there to Mexico to paint targets on dr- these drug warlords' uh, mansions and their manufacturing facilities and uh, send in drones and blow the snot out of them. But that's declaring war. Yeah, it's Mexico, all right? Like they're going to fight back like we can expect anything, major retribution against Mex- from Mexico. Really? Mexico? Mexico is a, a sucker fish on the side of a great white shark. Oh, America's white. Oh, white supremacy. All right, whatever. Uh, a killer whale. Oh, it's a killer. It's a killer. All right, a big fish. That's, uh, that's Mexico. They're a sucker fish on America. Why are we letting them push us around like this? Why are they, we letting them do this to us? And it's going to get worse. It's going to get a whole heck of a lot worse. Seven to 9,000 illegal crossfit every day, 200,000 a month. That's about ready to get worse. It's going to get really big when Title 42 is allowed to fall. And this is a deliberate attempt to essentially collapse our immigration system. That's what it is. It's beyond just, you know, bringing uh, brown people in to vote for Democrats. And that's what it was originally. They said it, not me. Now it's just about collapsing the system, getting rid of borders and destroying the country. That's what it's all about. If you don't see everything that's going on in the Democrat Party as a, uh, an attempt to destroy the country, then uh, you're just not paying attention. Let's talk about uh, Arizona, the recall election there. Machine failures, voter disenfranchise in uh, red districts of uh, Maricopa County could not arise absent intentional misconduct. This according to IT expert Clay Perick. Perick, be careful with that word. 
who stated that a massive printer and voting machine failures on Election Day could not arise absent of uh, actual misconduct. And you know why I know this? Because I'm not stupid. 75, according to the RNC, 72 of the 150 uh, vote centers, 62% visited, had problems with tabulators not being able to tabulate ballots, causing uh, voters to deposit uh, their ballots into box three, spoil their ballots and revote, or get frustrated and leave. All by design. Duh. The the ballot tabulators and ballot printers experienced rampant breakdowns at no less than 132 of 223 Maricopa voting centers, which prevented the ballot tabulators from scanning many voter ballots. Maricopa County Tabulation and Electric Center, Election Center, run by Carrie Lake Hating, operative Stephen Risher, also kept a GOP heat map on his wall before the 2022 election to plot where all of the uh, seriously red uh, conservative Republicans would vote and target them. Yeah. Clay Parikh is an expert uh, witness in the Katie Hobbs uh, lawsuit to ban electronic voting machines in Arizona's election. Parikh is the lead information systems security officer for the ground missile defense system for Northrop Grumman. Prior to that, he worked for Lockheed Martin, uh, Martin, among other things. And he says that there's no way. And I want you to think about this real quick. Name one other county in America where this kind of failure took place, where 60% of voting centers malfunctioned on Election Day, but they managed to work the day before. This is Kerry Lake uh, talking about uh, what is going on with the lawsuit and uh, who she's up against. Yeah, they're gonna, who are they going to bring? Stephen Richer and Bill Gates? Oh, you mean the two guys who formed a super PAC, a political PAC raising tens of thousands of dollars, to stop me from winning? You mean those guys, the ones running our election, running a super PAC? It would be laughable if it weren't so deadly serious. With the number one intention to make sure Carrie Lake doesn't win. And Here is Carrie Lake stating what I stated before the election or after the election. If this is allowed to stand, it's over. They don't have a chance on this, and they mess with the wrong people. Go. If they think they can continue to steal and rig elections, they are messing with the wrong people. Because yes. if we don't stand up right now, Steve and fight for this at this moment. I know people are tired, but this is the moment we need to get into the fight. Because if we let them- If you just let it fade into the rear view mirror of history, then it's over. Then it is over. I think we need to pin down every elected Republican and ask them where they stand on the 2022 election. Ask them if they've read this lawsuit. And do they stand with me and the voters of Arizona in fighting this election? Or- All right, I want to hear some noise from Republicans, uh, and certainly from you and me. And I will say again, I support Carrie Lake. I think this is BS. And we've been told that we could not criticize elections even when the evidence is clear. We cannot let this to stand, allow this to stand. John Schneider joins us next to talk about this and more. This is The Rob Carson Show. If the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation, it means you know the truth. The important is you said the truth. It's the Rob Carson Show. Well, we are broadcasting, uh, of course, live uh, from uh, Kansas City. 
Yeah, back from New York last week, and joining us on the Newsmax hotline, just called in Mr. John Schneider. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm glorious. Uh, a lot of things going on. Of course, uh, John Schneider, you know John for his uh, his acting in uh, Dukes of Hazard, Smallville, among oh, other things. Oh, don't stop. Don't John, stop. John Schneider oh. Studios, by the way, to die for, his latest and inspirational, uh, powerful movie, a Poker Run. me a To Die For movie. Poker Run. Did somebody throw on some of you? right now <laughs> john schneider we are in the uh, we're in our fulfillment center right now which is also a bar set where we've shot many uh many barroom brawls really uh, getting making sure we get orders out by christmas it's tough here you go luke all right, so uh, John, we, we uh, uh, how you been? By the way, the last time I heard from you, uh, you get, is this the first time you became a grandfather? It is. Whoa! It is. I know, I know. Little Sierra Lynn, she's wow. beautiful. She's wonderful. Uh, her parents are both firefighters in California, so you wow. know they're tough stock. And okay. uh, and it's really it's really terrific. Have, so, you, have you seen her? I am you... now that guy where I'm, I'm the guy that show. Whoops! I hit the, the camera. I'm that guy that is showing the pictures of the grandbaby, you know, to everybody, and they're going, "Oh, what a beautiful!" <laughs> you know, I'm that guy. Well, just don't be the guy who still has wallet photos. You know, that's. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, so, uh -oh. John, what uh -oh. the, let me ask you this. We, we've got, yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. I want to ask oh you. Oh, my uh, gosh. And, and uh, sadly, the United States of America is at the bottom of most of the dirtiest parts of it. I know. But but here's the positive. I, I am buoyed by Elon Musk. I think uh, I think Elon Musk is, uh, is a revolutionary figure in American yep. history. What he's doing at uh, Twitter is remarkable. And, and that the mainstream media is still fighting him, like ABC, CBS, NBC shows to me they are irrelevant they are irrelevant john they are totally irrelevant yeah. they've been replaced uh they've, they've been dead in the water for a number of years they just didn't know it but rob how interesting is it to live in a world where someone who is basically telling the truth and protecting freedom of speech is an anomaly yeah how odd is it that we live in that? How odd is it that, that, you know, people talk about our border, which is a disaster. Yeah. And somehow they defend it. What, what people need to understand is that constitutionally speaking, these clowns talk about we've got to protect our democracy at all costs and all that. And uh, conservatives are a threat to democracy. Well, democracy, by, by definition, is the president's first thing he is supposed or she I'm progressive in that regard. Yes, of course. Or she is supposed to do, Candace Owen, President Candace Owen, right? Yeah. Is to protect <laughs> us. Yeah. Supposed to protect us and make sure that we live in a in a country where we are able to pursue happiness, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, however we define it. Mm -hmm. But the president's number one job, this whole administration's number one job, is to protect us because we put them there yeah they've completely forgotten any of that and i think some constitutional lawyer needs to to think about these two words he has refused protection and i i think there is for a for two years now i think a constitutional lawyer would tell you that that actually gives us not only the right but the obligation to revolt against this president oh yeah 
I'm I'm with you 100. percent This yeah. president, this president needs yeah. needs. There should be no partisan politics associated with this. This is about both parties. This man has right. has essentially allowed an unfettered invasion at our border that is only getting worse. Title 42 is about to collapse. We had a thousand people enter yesterday. We don't know yeah. who the hell's coming across the border. And John, I'll posit this because a lot of people. I, I mean, everybody knows what this was originally all about, and it's not. They they said it was like, a, oh, it's white replacement theory. No, it's not. It's Democrats want <laughs> illegal. To come in, give them a bunch of free stuff, and get their vote. Duh, that's. But now they've gone beyond that. Now it is cloward and pivot territory. It's about collapsing the system and hurting the country. That's what it's all about. And it does surprise you that we have revolutionaries in the White House. And I believe the guy pulling the strings, duh, is Barack Obama, the guy who I said he Absolutely. wanted to fundamentally change America, which means he hates America at its foundations. And he I got to tell America at its foundation. He sees no reason to perpetuate this noble experiment. And uh, the other thing that they're doing, they, they, the word trafficking is very uh, disarming. This is not trafficking. This is slavery. Oh, yeah. So we have a, we have a, 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 a genius governor in California who is uh, signing a bill that wants to give reparations, what, $270,000 for a, a, a person Yes. or descendants of slaves yes. because slavery was so bad. And I, yes. yes, slavery was bad. Certainly it was. But at the same time... This administration, to include the governor of California, is doing daily billion-dollar business with China, yeah. who currently enslaves children, who oh, yeah. currently enslaves people. Yeah. So which is it? You know, that's that's the thing I don't understand. How can how can you be up in arms about uh, an advertising campaign that exploits children sexually, and at the same time be in favor of aborting children? Yeah. I got to tell can, you. And, and, you know, there's sick people out there. I think a lot of the, the, the I heard on a news, I think it was Newsmax about two months ago, that in, in minority neighborhoods, you find Planned Parenthood. Oh, of course. In white neighborhoods, you find fertility clinics. Uh, uh, so it, if it, Planned Parenthood and the whole abortion lobby and all of that isn't about killing minorities then what in the ever-loving hell is it yeah it's the aborto industrial complex it's it's funny that all of the and i've lived in cities of cincinnati uh, martin luther king boulevard you want to drive down martin luther king boulevard at, at night you're high no way uh, malcolm x boulevard what about that any city in america you're going to find a planned parenthood or you're going to get shot it really is well, remarkable. And, and, and now everybody's all up in arms about anti-Semite, anti-Semite, anti-Semite. Uh, President Trump and and whatever his name is today, right? Uh, <laughs> Kanye, Kanye, what, whatever yeah. his name is. The artist formerly known as Kanye West, yes. right? Yes. They're all up in arms about that. And yet I want everyone who's listening right now, watching right now, to go listen to a Malcolm X speech. Yeah. You want to hear anti-Semitic hate speech? Uh -huh. Listen to something. Listen to anything Malcolm X said. Yeah. You want to you want to listen to a black man who speaks by what we should all be living living by? Listen to Martin Luther King Jr. Yes, sir. Okay, putting those two people in that we've got one that is hate, one that is is love and understanding yes. and equality. Yes, and we've got to stop allowing these radicals. You know, and that's of course what they call us. We've got to stop allowing these radicals 
to blur that line. Yeah. Well, I think you a know? lot. Of, I think a lot of things are, are happening with regard to uh, to Twitter. And and John, you're you're a conservative. You're an actor. I was talking the other day. If you don't believe there is conservative apartheid in this country, and and it is by the way, state sponsored apartheid. It is oh, state. Yeah. We know now that the FBI worked with social media to shut uh, Donald Trump, kick him off, shut down. So that is apartheid. That is uh, that is state sponsored discrimination against yeah. a people. That's what it is. That's got to collapse. That's got to come down, and I think it is. But you have had to, more than anyone, I said to somebody the other day, I said, count 10 Hollywood uh, actors, high profile, that are conservative, and you can only think of a few. That's how bad it is. It's, I mean, it's worse than McCarthy ever dreamed of. Yeah. It's, yeah. What is your experience, and and do you do you see any change maybe in the first beginning of this uh, Elon Musk takeover of Twitter? Absolutely. Well, yeah. I, I do because there's a lot of there's a lot of closet conservatives, right? You know, what, what, maybe ten years from now we'll have a conservative pride march, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe five. That's maybe homophobic, five Judge. But Snyder's you know, there's a, a lot. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm the, I grew up in theater since 1968. Yeah. If anybody's not homophobic, it's me, right? <laughs> so, and yes, that was that was anyhow. Um, there's a lot of folks out there who are, are closet conservatives. I don't know why they are closet conservative yeah. conservatives, except that they work for people. Uh, so they basically owe their soul to the company store. You're not we don't work. owe our soul. To You're, the not gonna store. You're not going to work. You're not going to work, John. I took we, we took our toys and we came here and we built our own sandbox and we're doing our own thing one on one with our own fan base, our own customer base, which yeah. is. The American dream, right? Yeah. We are the farmer's market of, of cinematic and musical content. I love it. And, 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 and that's that's what we're free to do. That's how I define happiness yeah. in this world. And yeah. that's what we're doing. We're back here working at it right now. Yeah. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm glad. I am from Westchester County, New York, so I do realize that I am in my soul a bit bullheaded anyway. Okay? <laughs> so I, But I do know that... When this works and it's working now, we will gather other people and give them the courage to do the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think, uh, I think Denver we, Pyle, my uh, wonderful uh, Uncle Jesse on oh, Deuce yes. of Hazard, uh, yes. told a young John Schneider, he said, you have the strength of your ignorance. And I said, uh, thank you. And he said, no, <laughs> don't take that wrong. He said, you don't know that what you are currently doing is impossible by the standard definition of today. Wow. And I've kept that going for now 45 years, and I, I wouldn't have it any other way. To Die For is uh, is our latest movie. It's yeah. doing incredibly well. Good. We blast the people who take a knee. We blast the people who disrespect our military and our police officers. We blast the silly notion that, that we can be ordered to have a vaccine that now we're seeing is, you know, there's more proof. Yeah. I wish I could say there's more proof that it is harmless. Yeah. then I could say that it is actually dangerous. But as yeah. far as I can tell, there is no proof whatsoever that it actually works. Yeah. John, I want to ask you, uh, what do you think about the Kerry Lake uh, situation in Arizona? I, I do believe that uh, there is an ungodly amount of uh, undeniable uh, evidence that this was stolen. I mean, it's a third world Absolutely. stuff. It's third Absolutely. World stuff. And, you know, what they said in 2020 was, yes, there was fraud, but not enough to make a difference. Oh, dear well, Lord. I ask you this, Mom and Dad, how much fraud is okay in your house? Yeah. So how much fraud did it take to to screw up the great state of Arizona? You know, one of the places where many, many 
Uh, you can't even call them illegals because there's no law keeping them out. <laughs> right. We can't call them that anymore. Um, it's terrible. We will get to the bottom of it. Number one, we need to, as conservatives, we need to embrace and figure out how to use the mail-in ballot system such to our advantage yeah. that the radical left wants to make it illegal. Yeah. I think okay? we need to do what Ron is It's not going to go away. We need to do what it'll do, Rob. This will make people that know where the grain silo is, people that live behind a population 375 sign, this will give them voice again yes, yes. to yeah. vote. Well, this so is I want everybody to, to forget about screaming against the mail-in ballot thing. It's not going to go away. But there are more of us than there are of them. We can kick their collective ass with their own system. Well, I, I agree with you. Can I say degree. ass on your uh, show? You, you, you can. Um, can I say it twice? Sure. Merry Christmas. <laughs> ass, ass ass. Merry Christmas ass. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, but, you know, honestly, uh, I, I'm with you, I, but I also think that we ought to follow Florida's suit as far as uh, election integrity. Listen, we got to wrap things up, John. I do, I do too, but I don't think we're going to get every, every state understand. unilaterally to do that. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's folly. I think we should, but, you know, here you. we are. They did it twice to us. Yeah. First time, it's our fault. Second time, it's kind of our fault. Third, I'm, I'm sorry, their fault. Third time, it's on us. We can't let it yeah. happen again. I'm 2024 has got to change everything. Our new House of Representatives come January Boom. has got to change everything. 100%. Uh, and, and I think they will. I think they will, too. I hope so. John, um, uh, first of all, congratulations on the grandchild. I can't believe that I'd John Steiner's a grand... It's on my, uh, it's on my phone. <laughs> it's it doesn't translate well to radio, John. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure it's the most beautiful baby ever. Uh, John, he is. He sure, is. If you want to get the, uh, like, for instance, the DVD for To Die For or Poker Run or one of the great, uh, or the Christmas cars or any of these. Is that great? Oh, it is. It's JohnSchneiderStudios.com. There you John go. JohnSchneiderStudios.com. Dot com, or if you're only interested in To Die For, it's a great movie. Uh, it's To Die For Movie dot com. To one die other, for one, movie one dot com. other question. Let me just ask what? you this. Have you ever personally, when the cameras were off, jumped a washed out bridge in a car? Never when the cameras are off. Why waste the car? <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. God bless you, brother. If I don't talk to you, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you, my friend. We'll see you. Thanks, everybody. You take care. Keep listening to Rob Carson. Because this is where sanity lives. I hope so. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. This bye is bye. The Rob Carson Show. Here's to a record-setting president. Joe Biden setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through. It is a sad day. It's The Rob Carson Show. We are doing all Christmas bumpers. Bumper music until Kenny uh, Smalls. So, uh, in the mid-90s, I'm going to share something with you. I've been writing comedy for a very long time, and uh, including for Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh, talent on loan from God. Anyway, uh, in the mid-90s, um, there was a war on Christmas. There still is. There still is. I mean, uh, you know, they try to take it away from you, but they're trying to chase uh, Christmas out of the public square. They have for a very long time, not succeeding well. But I wrote this. Celebrating, so says 
It's like I kind of portended this. Guy who wrote this is pretty good. This year the parents have no rights. There's a woman named uh, uh, Diane Loud, and uh, she is uh, a human rights commissioner. And uh, she mocked God amid a contentious controversy over a Christmas tree at the Dedham Public Library. Library officials announced Monday they will display the annual tree after some complained the holiday symbol made them uncomfortable. Library official made the announcement on uh, Monday after staff members were harassed and bullied for not displaying the tree. Because, you know, we Christians, we just harass and bully. No, we just say, what the hell did you get rid of the Christmas tree for? There's nothing wrong with it. It was also clarified there was no ban on Christmas at the library, despite some calling the fiasco a war on Christmas. Now, uh, Diane Loud stepped down from her role amid the controversy, uh, which turned neighbor to n- against neighbor, and it was revealed that the Deadham Public Library would not be putting up their Christmas tree. Loud had publicly called library supervisor, listen to this, this what she said, Lisa Desmond, a selfish, bleeping B-word. On Facebook, accused her of putting trees in the library, staff in danger after her complaints about the tree not going up led to harassment. Kind of like if you criticize Anthony Fauci, according to Corinne Jean-Pierre. You can't do that, you see. You can't criticize decisions because if you criticize, that's danger. Yeah, it's a lie. And she literally said, listen to this, she said, for a tree, for a mother tree, you have put people's lives in danger, a lot of danger, loud wrote. Is this, uh, listen to this, is this what you think your magic sky daddy wants? Where is the Bible? What, uh, where in the Bible was this again? Okay, so this is the uh, the atheists. Atheists are lazy intellectually. Like Bill Maher is lazy intellectually. It's really easy to just say, I don't believe in God, I don't see him. Okay, cool. That's fine. But she did the old uh, magic sky daddy. I believe that atheists call the uh, magic, uh, what do they call it, sky spaghetti monster or something. But, I mean, that's intellectually lazy. I've got more, actually, scientific proof that a God exists than, than most atheists do. So, anyway, uh, the Democrat, the Dedham Library uh, re- reversed their decision. And, uh, and uh, this woman allowed, by the way, and she said in another quote, she said, I hope that you who claim to believe in Christ and Christmas or whatever happy horses they you're trying to hide behind are at least gracious, most hateful, most disgusting trash in the world. I hope she gets visited by three spirits. And what, even better, I'm praying for her. I know she'll appreciate that. Let's take a break and come back. It's the Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the, the show. Check out the podcast. Go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. Download and subscribe if you would. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Merry Christmas. And in the meantime, don't catch the stupid. See you tomorrow.